Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another special episode of the Metronomes. Uh, yeah, my name is Alvin Kongsjord, and I uh, am a former musician and computer geek. And 20 years or so here in Florida, being a computer geek and playing music at church, leading a band called Pilgrim Journey. And Angela and I met in 2016, and we've been making music since then. And actually, uh, I wouldn't call yourself a former musician. True. You have uh, become a very active musician, even even through COVID. Uh, so basically, in 2016, um, I'd lost my first husband in 2015, and I was looking for a keyboard player. I needed one. God brought me across Alvin's path and was not interested in dating him at all. And... Um, wasn't even attracted to him at that point, which I thought was great because I was safe. And then eight months later, we were married, and you, Josiah, were at our wedding, um, and Christina, and um, your mom and dad. And so it has been, we call it the joyful blur. Truly. Uh, getting getting to know each other and the time that's just like, you know, because now we have marriage, music, and ministry. Uh, we got together. I needed, to do Christ- I needed a keyboard player to do Christmas music, and so... You know, I knew we was also wanted to get back together to do other music from the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. We probably skipped the 90s. Um, <laughs> and, and a little bit of modern music. And so, you know, covering music over the ages. And we called our duo, or we call our duo, Forever Changed. Because, you know, both of us having been widowed uh, before we met, you know, the Bible tells us to make the most of the days because they're short. And you realize that at a whole new level when you lose your spouse. And so that's why we call ourselves Forever Change. And, of course, then I got to be part of Pilgrim Journey. Uh, And even during COVID, Alvin's been a very active musician. Even when we couldn't play out at gigs, we started doing online virtual praise and worship on Thursday nights to encourage people. And uh, we have some people now telling us, because we haven't done it for a couple months due to some changes in our schedules um, and being away for almost a month, that... They miss it, and it's very important to them. So we really feel blessed that that actually is important to some people. It's making a difference, as you well know, music does. And so, you know, married life is just great. Alvin's retired again. Um, this this guy is an IT guy, and they keep calling him back. They lay him off. They they rehire him. They uh, his contract terminates, and they try to hire him again while we're on vacation. Just uh, just a few weeks ago, and I'm like, oh. Gosh, I just want to get on to writing music, uh, writing original Christian music, and uh, being able to do what the Lord has for us to do in this new season of our lives. So that's kind of a little bit about us and who as, we are. <laughs> as a point of clarification, I called myself a former musician because there was a time that I made my living doing it. True. And so at that point, Former professional musician. Still a musician, as you pointed out. Thank <laughs> okay. You. That's an awesome, awesome intro. And um, before we get started, Angela, what was like your previous experiences with, with doing the show with me? How were how those looking back? And how excited or nervous are you uh, bringing Alvin along for the ride this time along? Um, well, doing the show with you is always a thrill. And, you know, I was, it was in a different season of my life back then. And, you know, I appreciated being able to compare um, artists and what I really thought of beats. And, and you know, it's, it's really important that we take an assessment once in a while 
of what we're truly listening to. You know, we're to guard what comes in our ear gates as well as our eye gates. And, you know, little side note on that, like even when I was in my 20s and 30s singing in secular bands, I stopped singing certain songs because they were like, anything for you, you've hurt me through and through, you you know, I'm your, I'm your welcome mat, basically. And I'm like, wait a minute, I can't sing these lyrics. Um, even though they were popular love songs of the day, and there was another one um, by Gloria Esteban that was similar, and I was like, I can't sing that anymore. I just can't, I can't put that out there for people to come onto the dance floor with and to create an atmosphere. And so I got very convicted about that. So, Josiah, I really appreciate what you're doing with the show to help people stop and think about what are we really listening to because you know sometimes something has such an amazing catchy beat which gets into your head and you know the devil always tries to counterfeit what God has done you know and of course he was the original anointed cherub of music and worship and so God has given the gift of music for people and we get drawn in we're actually just discussing this the other day on um at the Florida Christian Songwriters Zoom Zoom meeting. And someone says, well, how do you determine if you like a song? And, um, you know, and what determines if it's a good song? It's like, well, it's kind of akin to seeing a, a, a pretty girl uh, and going, wow. And then you start having a conversation with her or, or, or a handsome guy and then realize there's not very much content upstairs to keep you engaged. And so pretty but not a whole lot of substance and so songs can be the same way we can have a really great catchy catchy beat and a tune and really hook you which is god's intent it's also the devil's intent so we need to be very careful kind of what we listen to and and is it something that's going to build us up you know marie kondo is that you know famous uh get rid of stuff in your house that doesn't bring you joy same thing with music. You can like the beat, it can bring you joy, but if it if it's a message that brings you down, get rid of it. Um, so in in what of I think about doing the, the show again, um, or any trepidations. I, I know Alvin was saying he wasn't sure he was gonna have as much to contribute. Uh, he's probably never heard a lot of these songs. I may not have heard some of them either. I think I don't know. My only concern is uh, just wanting to do it well. <laughs> and uh, it's always fun. So I think as long as we're having fun and, and being honest, telling, speaking the truth in love, then I think it's always something that we should be able to look forward to. Yeah. You reminded me of one of my favorite lyrics um, in a song called uh, Superhuman by Andy Mineo. Um, he, he wrote this line about, why am I captivated by the brown-skinned mocha divas? I hope in my mind she's a believer. Uh, she has all that beauty. It's obvious, but I can't let it take precedence over godliness. So, like, how how you were explaining the the whole evaluation of what we listen to uh, and then relating it to, like, how we're attracted to certain people in the same way, I think that kind of summed it up really well. Last but not least, before I get into our first round, Alvin, how excited are you to be on the show? Anything you can contribute, whether it's something you feel, something you hear... If the drum, guitar, or trumpet stood out to you, it doesn't matter, um, because every ear is is a golden ear on this show to me, 
and I make it a policy to always treat my guests like celebrities. So anyway, so your opinion is highly valued. But how excited are you to be here? And then we'll get started. Actually, I'm thrilled, and it's a brand-new experience, so I'm also hopeful that uh, that it'll be helpful to someone. I'm going to really put you guys' unbiasedness to the test by taking who I think are two of the most highly influential males in diversity per se when it comes to christian music and kind of change the scope of what christian music could sound like on all different genres back in the 80s and 90s and that would have to be carmen against toby mac um carmen of course recently going into glory and toby mac still being on this side um but i mean these are two legends in my book and i really hope we do them justice this evening all right, so getting started with our first song of the night, and that is going to be I've Been Delivered, the live version by Carmen. Here we go. Father's 
delivered tonight. I've been delivered. The live version by Carmen going up against Getaway Car Jazzadelic Freemix by Toby Mac. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Getaway Car, Jazzadelic Freemix by Toby Mac, going up against I've Been Delivered by Carmen. All right, so my first comments on these two is, definitely I could tell 
by the reactions that I've Been Delivered was a way easier of a listen for Alvin and Angela. Um, Getaway Car required a little more focus because of Toby Mac's raps that he threw in the two verse parts. Message-wise, I think Carmen hit a much more wider audience um, that didn't that wasn't so niche as Toby's. Um, and then as far as story of the song... That's pretty much like an advanced Sunday school jam, almost similar to what we're going to get into later in the show. Uh, I think Carmen does brilliantly of taking like scriptural principles and making it tangible to all ages. And yeah, retelling the joy of what we should be feeling when we get delivered from something. Um, As far as getaway car is concerned, it's more like Toby talking about that place when you find yourself so busy in life that you lose focus on the one who has touched your soul. Um, So you need that time to get away with God and just, you know, meditate on his goodness again so that the busyness of the world and business of life doesn't suck that joy out of you. It's hard for me because I love the instrumentation of both, but I think Getaway Car, depending on who is listening, can either sound really great or really messy. While I've Been Delivered, I think is pretty much perfection, so... I'll give it to Carmen. It's so hard for me because I really love the Getaway Car song too, but Carmen will be my vote. So Alvin or Angela, whoever wants to take it next, and then we'll get to the voting on your side. I have to uh, I have to say, I'll come down. I, when I first heard the Carmen song, I recognized it, that it was a live track. I was thrilled because I'm a live musician. And so it seems so much real, more real to me. Ambiance, even though Getaway Car had to set it up that way, it kind of sounded like there was it was a it was a scene, you know, with the background noises and stuff before the song started. And walking bass in the "I've Been Delivered" just blew me away. I loved it so much. And you know, it's what a great what a great phrase. I've been delivered. You know how how awesome is that? to be delivered so I, I'd never heard that Carmen track before live or studio and I would definitely um, choose it over Getaway Car Angela what's your vote uh, same thing Toby or I, lo- I love Toby you know that and of course Carmen I mean kind of has a lot of influence over Toby but this track definitely held it for me from the get-go with the trumpets, the drums, the driving beat, the stops, the starts, the changes in uh, rhythm things. You know, getaway car is very repetitive, uh, which is great when you're cruising down the road. And I've cruised down the road to that song, to, the, to getaway car. Uh, and I think in my car stereo, for some reason, I could hear the lyrics better. Uh, you know that or... It was a few years ago, Shani. Maybe my ears were better. Um, <laughs> but I could understand every single lyric that Carmen had. No no problem. And where he took it, and I think there was even a like a half step up. I, he is so dynamic. He pulls everyone in. You mentioned the wide range, you know, of, of audience. For sure. I mean, you you can't hear a Carmen song and not want to go along for the ride. Pardon the pun, Toby, but he's the car I would choose to be in for this song, so he definitely gets my vote for I've Been Delivered. So we got a unanimous I've Been Delivered vote, which is well justified in my in my humble opinion. So let's get into round number two, Carmen on the one-up side so far on the scoreboard. 
We're going to be going with Sunday School Rock by Carmen. Uh, you mentioned the uh, a, uh, sort of a, a Memphis sounding horn section. Uh, I hear a, a baritone sax. Baritone or tenor? Anyway, whatever. <clears throat> Something deep on top of this. I mean, you could almost go into a little rock and roll. It's kind of a 50s thing, but not quite. <laughs> Listen up now, y'all. I'm gonna try to reach you. Class is now in session. Pay attention to the teacher. We're going through the book, Genesis to Revelation. I'll teach your head how to spread salvation to the nation. We'll start off with the basics, a checklist for the saints. Love the Lord with all your heart and mind and soul and strength. To fear the Lord is wisdom, to serve the Lord divine. But to really break it down, just repeat these words of mine. Say, I love Jesus. I love Jesus. Yes, I do. And now begins. First up, church artillery. We are war with sin. God trains us to evangelists, apostles, prophets too. Pastors, teachers, five and all. We got work to do. Discernment comes interpretation, prophecy, and faith. Wisdom, knowledge, healing, miracles. Yeah, those are great. These gifts are like atomic bombs. They make the word explode. But they just don't mean nothing unless you know the code. That code is, I love Jesus. I love Jesus. Yes, I do. Jen's Sunday School Rock by Carmen going up against Feel It by Toby Mac and Mr. Talkbox. Fuck the fight! Come on! About to do it like this, about to do it like this, y'all. Oh, oh, oh. And 
Feel It by Toby Mac and Mr. Talkbox with a little tease of Taran Wells at the end there, up against Sunday School Rock by Carmen. Let's uh, do it in reverse this time. We'll start with Angela, Alvin, and then back to me. I'm definitely giving this one to Carmen. Big, full sound. My gosh. You know, uh, uh, Sunday School Sunday School Rock, and it does rock. You know, the guitar in there, uh, right near the beginning, where he does that, you know, or his guitar player, you know, me reminded me of Footloose and it starts painting pictures you know I don't even have to of course I've seen Carmen in concert and I know he had dancers including Toby Mac which is where Toby Mac got his start 
But you just picture dancers on the stage. You just picture... I wanted to dance. I mean, if I wasn't afraid I'd make noise or fall, I would have been dancing right now. Two Carmen songs, actually both of them. Now, Toby's song, and again, these are songs I've gone down the road, you know, jamming on, on the CD player. But let me... Let me... Yeah, I'm all started to go to Toby's. Let me finish the, the props here for Carmen. You know, there's... Uh, the audience participation, which is something Carmen does so well, because again he pulls people in, makes them part. There's a there's a cadence and a call on so many of his songs. Both of his songs tonight have done that. You got another key change, and there was a little tiny bit where he did some staccato kind of notes to do some accentuation, and to me that is a smorgasbord of sounds and styles. The man is not repetitive, and when it is, it's called for, but it's you never get bored. Um, and, of course, it always brings back memories for me, uh, you know, of seeing Carmen live and having some fun. Now, as far as Toby, love me some Toby. The words in that song have such a great message. You know, you, you take our brokenness and make us beautiful. That's how I know. You know, that's wonderful. However, not all of Toby's words were as clear and understandable in this song. More of them were, but not as many. I did not have to fight myself to not dance, okay? Uh, I was jamming along, but not not like I was with the Carmen song. And and that was the first time I'd heard the EP of that that had the end part on it, you know, that little... <laughs> that was kind of fun. Uh, and last but not least, the, one of the things I really enjoyed about Toby's song was that electro voice, uh, electro box, what do you call that? The talk box. When he did that. That was cool. And I think um, when he uses those kind of elements, um, that's part of the thing that keeps the song very interesting, but still not quite the smorgasbord we were treated to with Mr. Carmen. The Carmen song, the Sunday School Rock, it, it, it really, I, I loved it. In fact, I'm going to rip it off. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to use it. I'm going to cover it. I'm going to cover it because it's something that, that really touched me at a level Probably from a Sunday school level. And uh, uh, I know that even now, I will be known to do a Jesus Loves Me to Twist and Shout. So I'm going to cop some of those some of those parts. Matter of fact, did it at your aunt's school in Trinidad? Trinidad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, however, once we got to Toby Mac, I remember have, have heard this song before. I never could understand the lyrics because, I don't know, maybe it was because I was in the car. But Angela is correct. The, the lyrics were really nice and uplifting and encouraging. And really, I'm going to give it to Toby for the groove. The groove. I just love that groove. And maybe it's because I heard it before and it had a chance to, to, to settle in. Um, I'm just going to jump back to the earlier song when we reviewed it. Uh, by the time I got to the end of the Jazzadelic free mix uh, yeah. for Getaway Car, I was into it. Yes. But it's still, but I, but but uh, Carmen still won that round. But by the end of the Toby Mac song, the previous one, I was in it. This time, I was already in it, and so I'm going to give it to Toby Mac. The reason I'm going to be on page with Alvin is I think Toby Mac's track was a lot more well layered. Um, there was a whole lot more surprises to be found in the switch ups of the production with the instrumentation. So 
because of that, that's why I'm giving it to Toby. But Carmen's song is a real standout, a pure classic. I'm not going to knock it in any way, shape, or form. He did his thing on that. Um, I would even argue that I preferred Carmen's uh, vocal flow patterns more than Toby's on uh, on Feel It. But at the same token, as a song as a whole, instrumentation included, I also got to give it to Toby. Um, one quick thing, though, Mr. Talkbox, that breakdown with the the that part, um, that was one of his former background bandmates who actually did the part for the 24K Magic intro for Bruno Mars. Yeah, that's Toby for me. So two Tobys against one Carmen means, unfortunately, the men have overruled you, Angela, in this instance. So that's going to be one to Toby, one to Carmen, which is going to make it an interesting tie going into the final round. All right, starting off with There is a God by Carmen. Okay, great play. position and angle of the Earth is a scientific phenomenon to see. A few degrees closer to the sun would disintegrate. A few degrees further would freeze. The axis of the Earth is tilted at a perfect 23 degree angle. It's no mistake that it is. This allows equal global distribution to the rays of the sun, making it possible for the food chain to exist. Or take, for example, the combination of nitrogen and oxygen in the atmosphere we breathe every day. It just happens to be the exact mix that life needs to prosper. It doesn't happen on any other planet that way. You see, the Bible says the invisible things of God are clearly seen through His creation. To believe this is not hard. If there's a design, there's a designer. If there's a plan, there's a planner. And if there's a miracle, there is a God. There is a hope. There is a light. There is an answer to all answers. There is a flame that burns in the night. And I know, I know, I know. There is a God. 
heavens declare the glory of God and the skies proclaim the work of his hands. If we allow our minds to drink in all the truth that just surrounds us, creation itself will help us understand. Did you know the moon controls the tides? It's the maid that cleans the oceans. Even the waves don't crash the shores in vain. The tides drag impurities into the depths of the sea. It's nature's constant recycling chain. It simply boggles the mind to think that the stars will rotate with such exact precision that it's true. That the atomic clock with an error factor of less than three seconds per millennium is set by the way they move. Though they silently orbit, the sun, the moon, the stars are like celestial evangelists above who circle the earth every 24 hours shouting in every language that there is a God. under the foundation of our faith, trying to topple our relationship with Christ. When the fool said in his heart there is no God, he rejects the truth God painted on the canvas of the night. Atheism has never created an artistic masterpiece, never healed a fatal disease or calmed the fear. Atheism has never still given answers to our existence, peace to a troubled mind, or even dried a tear. For it's God who created heaven and earth and flung the stars in space and breathed in a handful of dirt and became a man. It's God who sits on the circle of the earth and measures the mountains in a scale and holds the seven seas in the palm of his hand. It's God who sent his only begotten son to the cross of Calvary to save our souls from hell and the grave. It's God who creates, God who delivers, God who heals, and God who is worthy of a thunderous ovation of Is a God by Carmen going up against Undeniable by Toby Mac. There are moments that I doubt you. Blind 
blind to the beauty that surrounds me I try to push away the need that I need in proof And the struggle that I have, it ain't nothing new But the evidence is piling up, yup You changed my heart, isn't that enough? You give me life that I can't take credit for Call me to walk through an open door But still you speak to my heart Undeniable you are, you are Your work doesn't stop with me Your signature's on everything we see From the hills of the grill Jamaica To the kid that the doctor said would never make it Which is hard to believe that you don't exist Or that you orchestrated all of this Living in a world that is so confusing you're the argument I'm never losing Cause I believe That my daddy sang I know I was made to glorify your name And from the prayers that my mama prayed I know I was made to glorify your name From the hymns that my daddy sang I know I was made to glorify your name And from the prayers that my mama prayed I know I was made to glorify your name Said from the hymns that my daddy sang I know I was made to glorify your name And from the prayers that my mama prayed Undeniable by Toby Mac up against There's a God by Carmen. This time I'm going to throw him in deep water and put Alvin first. Never heard either of these songs before. And, well, Carmen was singing There is a God. All I could do is bathe in the truth of it. And so much truth that it was really moving for me. And, and you know, I've heard a lot of those, you know, that information before, 
but never had it presented in a song like that? Wow. And e- even though I agree with everything I heard from Toby, I'm giving it to Carmen just because of the, of the deep truth that I heard. Man, this is a tough one for me because I think, well, f- first of all, speaking, once There's a God had, had ended, you're kind of the thing going through I pr- maybe y'all's heads as well. The thing going through my head was, uh, that's a tough act to follow, Toby. You better bring it. <laughs> but basically, <laughs> basically, I matched them for a reason because I felt like they both were treading the same water. What I think Carmen did was challenge the atheistic mindset with the truth of God, while Toby, I think, made it more personal. Like, do I really doubt you? Like, is is your sacrifice not really enough for me? Even though they they were tackling the same topic, I felt like Toby made it more personal while Carmen literally did what I think is a proper sermon in a song. You know how most of the time the biggest complaints about Christian music is that it's too preachy? Well, this is preachy done right. Because of how epic and thematic and cinematic it was, from a production standpoint, there is a God outclassed undeniable in every single way but from just a lyric and melody standpoint they're about even for different reasons but um for just the extension the passion and just the overall coming together to get you to sit there for seven minutes and not get bored and just like uh alvin put a bathe in the truth of it Mm, by the slightest margin i'm giving it to carmen what about you angela so you're saying that there is a god is seven minutes long Wow, you're right. I didn't even feel that. That's that's awesome. Um, this is a very hard one. And, of course, you um, choosing to match these two guys together this week is very difficult because of our, our recent loss of Carmen. Um, I, I love the man. He taught me a lot, even in a, a conference I went to that he put on. And so much respect. And like you're saying, the production... The, the T-minus countdown and the sound of the takeoff, I mean, it starts, you know, to grip you, and it, it feels like, you know, you're watching or listening to, you know, you almost can envision this this shuttle or rocket taking off. And of course, people like us who live on the Space Coast who get to see and hear those things, um, you really kind of, it makes you tune in. Um, and even, even through the talking... If you don't do that right, you can lose people. And I noticed that he kept the tension. There was a sound, slight sound, very even, of a rain stick in the background while he was talking. Shh. Shh. Which, whether you want to say it's water swishing, it kept the tension in there. So it didn't get boring. Hmm. Um, Now, for me, when the choir started in, I'm I'm not one to appreciate as many of the mezzo sopranos and high high notes in a choir. I would like people to sing in pitches that dogs don't have to be the only ones who can understand it. So that was, um, but man, you know how one of the phrases of today is follow the science. Hello, what did Carmen do? My God, he he brought so much science to it. Um, I'm glad you were telling us why you matched these two together because I'm thinking, wait, what? This one's mostly talking. Um, I didn't hear as much singing in Carmen's, you know, for, for like a groove um, that I heard in Toby. So 
groove-wise, I liked Toby's better for the groove, you know, message. And when Toby was building it, and, and, and him, him and the background singers, you could just feel it. You just like to sit up more and, you know, feel the power. And my gosh, what a great message. Now, if I, I was thinking, man, if you would have been like anything like Satan bite the dust, uh, it had been absolutely no competition whatsoever. I was really leaning toward Toby's song because I like it so much rhythmically and with the musical build um, and the message. So I'm really, really torn on this. Musically, I like Toby's better, but the message, okay. hats off, it goes to Carmen. Can can we have a tie, or is that not good at this point, because it's the last one? <laughs> kind of every vote, even if you're outvote, is kind of meaningful or meaningless, but if you still want to go for a tie, by all means, do it. Yeah, so to me, it's a tie for different yeah. reasons. I, I really love yeah. both of them. The other critique I would have is I felt like um, Toby's was because of that groove that you were saying was a much more smoother of a transition from the spoken word to the chorus, um, while Carmen's was a lot more of a harder transition. Um, but however, if we're talking just spoken word alone, I'm I'm sorry, Toby, you've mastered your gift musically, but Carmen has mastered his spoken word game to know when to lower his voice, when to project his voice, and when to raise his voice. Uh, to keep you interested throughout the whole monologue. So um, for, again, I can nitpick this all day like Angela was saying, but it's just as a complete package, I still got to give it to Carmen, like uh, Alvin said. But anyway, that means I believe Carmen has taken home the victory. So, which I don't have a problem with because at the end of the day, I think Toby was more responsible for the amplification of hip hop when it came to Christian music, but when it came to the amplification of all other genres, I think I'd head that up towards Carmen. So how'd you guys feel about the show? And uh, before we close out, your final words. So well, you mentioned Andy Mineo earlier. It, did yeah. I mispronounce that, Mineo? And yeah. I really didn't know who he was. Um, he, as well as Mandisa, Casting Crown, Zach Williams, and who else? Social Club Misfits and one other hip-hop artist are going to be at... The Space Coast City Fest, along with Mandisa, this weekend, March 6th and 7th. And you know what? I was like, when I heard some of the young kids at church screaming and hollering for Andy Mineo, I'm like, I don't know who he is, but obviously if he's, uh, I, I don't know if I'll make it to see his. Well, after hearing you tell us about those lyrics, and, and they were so apropos to what we're talking about. I'm like, oh, I'm definitely going to make sure I go see Andy Mineo when he's at Space Coast. And by the way, this is a free event. It's um, over at the Space Coast Daily Park in Melbourne, Vieira, Florida. And wow. um, they have a BMX demo, an FMX demo, a family fun zone. It's free. You don't get to see these kind of names. Even the parking free. is free. Yeah. Wow. And that's from 4 to 9? Yeah. Both nights, Saturday and Sunday. Wow. Yeah. So what was your guys' thoughts on the matchup? How did you feel about the songs that you heard and all that jazz? And then we'll close. Well, I got to tell you, I'm not, fr- I'm not afraid anymore. I enjoyed it a lot. Yay. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Thanks for inviting us. Absolutely enjoyed it being back. Thank you. Um, I, I did. I was concerned at first with you matching up, you know, for comparison, Carmen and, and Toby, because I'm like, wait. They're two of my faves, and one, you know, is kind of like the father of the other that really helped get him a start and a lot of influence. Um, and as far as song selection, 
Uh, like I said, I, I might have wanted to hear Satan bite the dust, and, and of course it would have been a no competition uh, at, at all for that one because it's like one of the best things production video-wise, which your podcast audience can't see the video, but you can if you go to YouTube. Um, either that or a witch's invitation. I mean, the man, Carmen paints with words so well. He tells stories, and he gets biblical understanding through to like you were saying, audiences of all ages and backgrounds, and he makes it really clear and plain and fun. He makes you want to go along for the... He makes you want to not miss the ride. And so um, for that reason, I actually am glad that you did this uh, with, with, you know, Carmen, because I think it's a fitting, uh, apropos time and a tribute to a man who really, really, really has influenced contemporary yeah. Christian music. I think of him as the Elvis of contemporary Christian music. And I'll see you up there. Save me a good seat. And we are going to sing together for eternity. I can't wait. <laughs> I would go a step further and I would refer to him as not just the Elvis, but the Michael Jackson of Christian music. I would also say that one of my favorite quotes um, from the speech he made when he was inducted into the gospel music hall of fame back in 2018, he said, God, never called us to be popular. He only called us to be effective. So um, he said popularity is part of it. It's part of what comes with the territory, but that shouldn't be our focus when it comes to making songs that impact people. So he said, it meant more to me if someone told me I got saved because of one of your songs than performing to a Guinness World Record of 70 to 80,000 people. That was really, really special. Anyway, thank you guys so much. All right. Take care, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate it. Peace and love out. Peace and love out. No, it should have been peace out. Man, Man, he told me he was Italian. I saw him at Pizza Nut last night. I saw him at Tico Taco. Hey, have you heard A to J? Hey, A to what? What you talking? I heard about my ABC. A to J. Come on, I heard an A. As in A to Z. Are you A to J? That sound like a chemical H2O or some H2O. Let me take you to school. Give me a J. J, you got your J. Give me an E. Give me an S-U-S. What is this spell? What am I saying? It's going down.
you drink this stuff next day, you'll be a frog. And he led me to a high-back chair as he meticulously began to unfold his scenario with evil patience. I was given a giant leather-bound book jammed with newspaper clippings, thus the reason for this witch's invitation. With eagerness, he pointed to each article with pride. He said, I healed this woman through a Babylonian chant. You see, this man, I cured him while performing druid worship. I was paid to curse this man with AIDS by his aunt. On and on, page after page, delightfully he flaunted each incident for an hour without a breath. He said, do you realize through my understanding of the dark regions that I can make you rich or even curse someone to death? I sat literally intimidated by his immensity and demon power while his face shone with a satanic, arrogant bliss. Then placing his hands on the arms of my chair and leaning into my face, he said, what can your God do to compete with this? I knew then how Moses felt when his rod turned to a serpent and the three Egyptian magicians did the same. It's as if you're sitting there in that stunned moment where your faith gets violated and all you feel is weak, powerless, and lame. I desperately and deeply prayed, saying, Jesus, give me wisdom. I don't want to put you through some foolish test. Then a shaft of light shot through my soul, igniting my eyes with fire. God stood me up and I threw the book back in his chest. That Isaac, I'll not compare God's miracles versus Satan's. The issue's not God's kingdom and Satan's lair. The real comparison is the condition of your soul and the condition of mine. And you puppet of the devil that I will compare. I said, my friend, one day they're coming for you. The soft associates in your incantations. The friendly demons you think you now control. The time will come when you'll be lying in bed, wheezing like a dying animal. When those spirits lay claim to the rights they own to your soul. Then the room will grow dark, and the most hideous evil faces you've ever seen will come flaming out of the floor with a yell. The vile informants that promised reincarnation will claw your spirit and victoriously drag your soul to hell. Then I grabbed the book and says, in that moment, which mantra, which incantation are you going to chant to tell them to leave you alone? I said, my friend, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt what I would say. I am bought with the blood of Jesus. Let me go. I said, Isaac, when you tossed that book in my lap, you gloated with a sinister victory. You rejoiced when you saw your name in black and white. Now I rejoice, but not that your council of demons are subject to Jesus, but that my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Then Isaac jumped up from his chair and screamed, You must leave now! I said, I will, but one last obligation. Next time, think twice before you rumble with a man of God. 
the way, thanks for your um, witch's invitation. Shut it down. I'm hunting for someone, y'all. He's a lion thieving rattlesnake, and he's broken every law. He's terrorized the lives of men, and he's under arrest because I've been sent with a warrant from the body of Christ. Well, tell me why it's there, Satan, bite the dust. Unclean spirits, I'm running you out of town. Depression, strife, disease, and fear, your posse's going down. Oh, last dinner for the dog, Batman. We sent him over the box. But I know who I am through Jesus Christ, so I talk to you demons like dogs. Satan, you coward, you molester of souls, I command you to appear. You're hiding from the presence of God, but I can feel your fear from here. You ran on my keyboard long enough, you got something in your crawl. A praying church wants you to know, no one. Your kingdom's gonna fall. There's gonna be trouble here tonight. Cause I represent a whole new breed of Christian of today. And I'm authorized and deputized to blow you clean away. I've got a message to deliver from one who's true and just. We'll spin your eye, you father of lies and Satan. Bite the dust. Take you out by the spirit and the word. One by one you'll drop like flies underfoot and in the ground. Because greater is he who is in me than the snake I'm staring down. You demon of alcoholism, you'll be the first to go. There's deliverance from you through Jesus Christ, so hit the road. You spirit of infirmity, ye welcome here no more. We lay hands on the sick and they recover, so out the door. You demon of false religion, you've prayed on mine so simple. I bind the spirit of your song, so now come on! Play that in your temple. Now Satan, you're next in line. I'm gonna hit you where it hurts. Cause I'm tired of you and my family. And I'm tired of you and my church. I'm not my own, I'm bought with a price. I'm a Holy Ghost filled man. And I'm tolling the bell of your eternal destruction across the land. Cause I represent the whole new breed of Christian of today. And I'm authorized and deputized to blow you clean away. I got a weapon with two bullets that overcome all sin and crud. One bullet is called the word of my testimony, and the other one's called the blood. Satan! Bite the dust. Bite the dust! Well, how do you feel about that, devil? I'm a feeling mighty
George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Samuel Adams, First Chief Justice John Jay. Names synonymous with the spirit of our country, founding fathers of the USA. Over 200 years ago, they shook off the chains of tyranny from Great Britain by divine call. Citing 27 biblical violations, they wrote the Declaration of Independence with liberty and justice for all. But something happened since Jefferson called the Bible the cornerstone for American liberty, then put it in our schools as a light. Or since give me liberty or give me death, Patrick Henry said, our country was founded on the gospel of Jesus Christ. We eliminated God from the equation of American life, thus eliminating the reason this nation first began. From beyond the grave, I hear the voices of our founding fathers plead, you need God in America again. Of the 55 men who formed the Constitution, 52 were active members of their church. Founding fathers like Noah Webster, who wrote the first dictionary, could literally quote the Bible chapter and verse. James Madison said, we've staked our future and our ability to follow the Ten Commandments with all our heart. These men believed you couldn't even call yourself an American if you subvert the Word of God. In his farewell address, Washington said, you can't have national morality apart from religious principle, and it's true. Because right now we have nearly 150,000 kids carrying guns to these war zones we call public schools. In the 40s and 50s, student problems were chewing gum and talking. In the 90s, rape and murder are the trend. The only way this nation can even hope to last this decade is put God in America again. The only hope for America is Jesus. The only hope for our country is Him. If we repent of our ways, Stand firm and say Abe Lincoln said the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. So when you eliminate the word of God from the classroom and politics, you eliminate the nation that word protects. America is now number one in teen pregnancy and violent crime, number one in illiteracy, drug use, and divorce. Every day a new holocaust of 5,000 unborn die, while pornography floods our streets like open sewers. America's dead and dying hand is on the threshold of the church, while the spirit of Sodom and Gomorrah vex us all. When it gets to the point where people would rather come out of the closet than clean it, it's the sign that judgment of God is going to fall. If there's ever been a time to rise up church, it's now. And as the blood-bought saints of the living God proclaim, that it's time to sound the alarm from the church house to the White House and say, we want God in America again. America to stand up and proclaim that one nation under God is our demand and send this evil lifestyle back to Satan where it came from and let the word of God revive our dying land for Jesus Christ is coming back again in all his glory and every eye shall see him on that day that's why a new anointing of God's power is coming on us to boldly tell the world you must be saved 
because astrology won't save you. Your horoscope won't save you. The Bible says these things are all farce. If you're born again, you don't need to look to the stars for your answers because you can look to the very one who made those stars. History tells us time and time again to live like there's no God makes you a fool. If you want to see kids live right, stop handing out condoms and start handing out the word of God in schools. Country is him.